Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Jenny Vera Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Hope you had a good week this week. Uh, been brutal, folks, hasn't it? I mean, this is what a bear market is. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm very optimistic. I did a, um, you know, a lot of you I know saw uh, my midday video. Uh, thank you for your feedback on that about the communist takedown of America. It's depressing as hell. It is it, because it's reality. That's what we're going. We all see this, right? We see what we're going through. But there's a flip side to this coin. Tyler and I just had a great conversation about this. We're going to do a podcast next week on this uh, together because, you know, every dramatic event, right? Every negative thing you go through, every valley that you experience in life, um, is followed by a peak. And you don't really you don't really appreciate the peaks unless you go through the valleys. I know I've experienced that in my life. I'm sure you have in yours as well. And that's called life, you know? That's why the same word, word in, in Chinese for chaos is opportunity. And uh, because they, they, uh, you have to understand, have an understanding of both to appreciate both. Otherwise, life is just, you know, right down the middle, which is called Boringville. And, you know, yes, folks, we are going through a, a, an attempted communist takedown of America. I don't think there's any question about that. Of course, Biden and, and Team Biden, uh, we, we, this is all, this is, folks, this has been going on for some time. It's nothing new about this, you know, from the infiltration of our universities, infiltration of, uh, of our government, uh, the, uh, the, the cloud piven, right, the cloud piven uh, rules for radicals model of how you take down, how, how communism destroys the democracy. This is their playbook, right? They don't do it with, with bullets and missiles, right? They do it. They do it over decades methodically, and then they strike. And so our biggest concern, the biggest concern we all have right now is, are they going to go the whole 10 yards? Are they going to go the whole way? Are they going to go ahead and go for the financial takedown of our system, right? The meltdown, systemic meltdown of our economy, because they're not that far away from doing it, are they, folks? They're not that far away from doing it. I want to focus today, however, on something that's a little more optimistic because I think the future does look very bright. Uh, but let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about the markets first. We've got a lot to cover today. I'm going to tell you my theories about the Federal Reserve and what's really happening with rates being up where they are. Uh, it uh, might have a lot less to do with inflation and a lot more to do with the $3 trillion in government debt that they have to unload. This is something nobody's talking about, and it makes more sense to me than anything else we're hearing anywhere else. I'm going to talk to you about the cryptocurrency space and how the devastation in that space is having a dramatic, I mean, a dramatic effect on the slowdown in the economy. Uh, again, some off-balance sheet money flows that the Fed's not accounting for with, with what's happening in that space and the crash in cryptocurrencies. And um, let's get into it. First of all, uh, you know, today was a, today was a pretty good day. Uh, we are so oversold. We're going to talk about that, too. All the indicators is tell us that we should have a, a very large bear market rally happening. Of course, we're also uh, set up for a crash. And we are. This is, if they're going to crash the market, this is, that, this, is, this is their opportunity to really crash the thing. Uh, but uh, we're, we are here at the VRA. Uh, we, we are hedged. We're ready for that. But we do have more longs than shorts. I can promise you that as well. And, and again, the spare market is going on. Really, we, we entered the spare market over a year ago. You know, again, Kathy Wood's ARC fund down 77%. I hope you could find, I bet you personally know five stocks that are down 80 to 90% that were high flyers. So this has been broad. 
This has been brutal, and it's not new, okay? Anybody that says we just started a bear market really is, is – I don't know what you're looking at. You know, this bear market started in February of 2021 is when the really the, 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 uh, the, the birth of it. And then the destruction of innovation stocks like Kathy Woods Arc Fund, which, by the way, has still held its lows. It's still held its May 12th lows. Everything else is, everything else is capitulated. It has not. I think that might mean something uh, because it means so many small cap- caps, so many innovation uh, tech stocks have seen their lows. And that's how bottoms are formed. Uh, but anyway, markets, first of all, Dow, the Dow Jones finished lower, but it's only because of, of energy stocks. You know, uh, uh, oil was down 6% today, so all the, the value stocks inside the, the Dow Jones got hit pretty hard today. But anyway, let's start there. Dow Jones today finishing down 38 points. Uh, that's just fractionally lower. Uh, SP 500 was up 2 cents to 1%. Uh, Rust 2000 was up an, uh, all, right at 1% today. And NASDAQ, of course, has been the hardest hit. Today it was up 1.4%, up 152 points. We are so oversold. I'm going to tell you about five different indicators that say we are due for one hell of a bear market rally if they don't crash this thing first. But for those that didn't see my video midday and that aren't members of the VRA and subscribe to our work, I, I, I want to start here because, uh, you know, when I say it's a communist takedown of America, I think some people that, that aren't in the know might hear that and go, Communist? What? What are you talking? I've heard people say we, we socialists are taking over. You, you're going right to communists, huh? What I mean by that, I say communists. Really, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about these globalist elites, right? These world economic forum types that want to bring everything down. You know, again, they believe in climate change. They think we're killing we're killing the planet. They'd rather depopulate us. We've seen that through Rona. Okay, when I talk about communists, don't globalist elites. Like the Bill Gates of the world, the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the Chinas of the world, uh, that want to take us down, and 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 make us them, so they can control us. Okay, uh, look at China and the controls there. I mean, it's not hard to see that's where we're going. Censorship, these complete. Uh, I mean, it's fascist, uh, communist censorship is taking place now. You know, we were just banned. I've been. I was banned earlier, two three months ago, from Twitter. I've been banned from Stripe, from Medium, from PayPal. Uh, we just got banned on uh, on YouTube for posting our, our Trump. Uh, uh, we sponsored the uh, interview between Wayne Allen Root and Donald Trump this week. We got banned from uh, from on Facebook for that. The video was up for an hour and then gone, and then we're banned. And so, you know, again, that that was as Tyler covered this in the podcast yesterday really well. That was the. The, the, that was the birth. That was the genesis of everything we see happening now. That was the first loud whistle or bell that went off. It said, wait, wait, so we're censoring people now? You know, it started with Alex Jones, and everybody said, hey, if they get him, they can get you too. And look at what's happened since. Then you've got the president of the United States, deplatformed everywhere. Had to start his own social media company to have a voice, okay? Uh, only Fox would even put him on TV, and that's rare these days. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's, that's, that is fascism, that's communism, and that's a Nazi police state. And that's what we have. That was the first sign. And it spread from there to what? First thing, next thing that happened, they rigged the election. Well, that's, 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 that's pretty communist, isn't it? Completely rigged the election. Biden, basement Biden got, I don't know, probably lost by 10, 20 million votes legitimately. Uh, and um, then, of course, coronavirus insanity. 
All of this over a flu that 99% of the, of, the, of the public, of the people globally, survive fully from you know, and, 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 and live from. And uh, that, what do they do? Uh, they, they inflate all the data. They use the PCR test to, uh, to say everybody's got this. It was a case demic, of course. Case demic, not a real demic. And then they, uh, uh, of course, the death counts. Look, everybody, anyone that died from coronavirus, clearly people did, okay? I'm not saying it wasn't real. I'm not saying it wasn't a really bad flu. It was, and it is. Not, not so much anymore. But again, you know, people that died from car wrecks, they said they died from, from Rona. So the, these numbers were, were hugely inflated. Again, they did that to scare people, to make it look like it was worse than it was. You know, not recognizing uh, medical treatments that, that, that would have saved so many lives, you know, putting people on ventilators, giving them remdesivir, other medications that just hastened their death. So, again, the whole thing was a pandemic and it's evil. You know, we've got to have Nuremberg II. Uh, we have to have Nuremberg II. A lot of criminal, uh, a lot of criminal assholes have got to go, got to go to prison. Frankly, should be worse than that. Just after, like, we have Nuremberg trials, you know, a lot of na- Nazis were put to death. Uh, look, this is, this is, this is that. This is a Holocaust again. Uh, it's pure evil what's happened here. This has to be adjudicated. Uh, but then it c- continued. After Rona, it wasn't just enough that they had to launch the pandemic. They got to force lockdowns, force businesses to close. Then they got to force you to take experimental vaccines. Take them or lose your damn job. Which one's it going to be? Are you kidding me? This happened in the United States of America, folks. Happened all over the planet. Again, this is hardcore communist fashion. What are you going to call it? Hardcore controls right in our face. What are you going to do about it? That's happening here. Um, when we, this gets posted today, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if I'm kicked off a few more platforms by the end of the day today. Open borders. Here we go again. Millions and millions of, of uh, illegals streaming across our southern border. It's an invasion of America. The Russia-Ukraine war, huge wag-the-dog money grab. The most, cor- most corrupt country on the planet. Of course, 10% of all that 60 bill we've given going to the big guy. You know, no question. These global globalist leaders are getting their cut of this money going to these criminal oligarchs in a country that could never be trusted. And now here we go. Uh, and now, of course, 40-year high inflation, food distribution plants blowing up, catching on fire, baby formula shortages, shutting down pipelines, limiting oil and gas exploration. Folks, it, it, this is intentional. This is an intentional communist takeover attempt of America. And the big problem here is that, yeah, we've got a whole lot of Americans being red-pilled, but 90% of our elected officials are saying nothing. They're silent, and their silence is, is, uh, is, is agreement. Cloud Piven, that's the model right here. This is what's happening. And this is not easy for me to say, not easy for me to write. I'm a, I'm a lifelong optimist. I know that America is the best planet on the earth. I know that our best days are ahead of us. I am certain of that. And I do see an America being red-pilled. And I think, as Tyler and I talked about here, you know, a lot of uh, the younger generations, right, they may not have liked Trump, but boy, did they like him in the rearview mirror now. Because under Trump, we had, from nothing, right, Obama never had 2% GDP growth in his eight years of presidency. No president was ever that bad economically. In the first year of Trump, we get 4 to 5% GDP growth. The economy's on fire. 
That's what the younger generation now looks and goes, oh, wait a minute. Okay, we like that. This sucks. If you're in real estate, if you're in uh, the stock market, if you're in cryptocurrencies, you are being destroyed. And this is, I don't believe the Federal Reserve is accounting for all this. This is what I have to decide with my good friend Wayne Root, who says the economy is really going to be hit very, very hard. Much harder than anybody believes. By the way, I'll be on Wayne's show tonight, radio show, uh, tonight at um, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern on uh, USA Radio. We're listening there, usaradio.com. I'll be on at 8 to talking about these things, about the economy, about the fact that we did issue a crash alert in the VRA and, and, and how we're hedging there. So join us there. Um, so let's hope America's being red-pilled because the midterms are five months away, less than five months away now. A whole lot of people should be voting and saying, you know what? There should not be a single Democrat elected come November. It should be a whitewash. They should all go to pay for the sins of their father, Joe Biden, the head of the party. Fish rot from the head down, folks. A fish rot from the head down. The Democrat Party should be devastated from this, in this election. It should take decades for the Democrat Party to recover from this. Decades. And when they do recover, it should look nothing like it looks now. All of these progressive, woke communists that think America sucks, they should lose and be cast out from proper society. That's what should happen in November. And then, folks, think about how quickly this can all change. Look how quickly it changed under Trump. Within just a couple of months, the market was rocking and rolling. The economy is on fire. Look, America is America. We are full of capitalists and entrepreneurs. Just, just let us go, right? Just, just take off the reins and let us go. We'll take care of the rest. Get out of our way. So we can turn this around fast. We do it in the midterms. We take back the House and the Senate, right? Get proper investigations, right? Uncover all of these crimes against humanity that are taking place right now. Massive levels of medical malpractice. Uh, these uh, criminal, uh, criminal uh, use of these, uh, of these vaccines against our children. My good, I, I, I can't even go there right now because that's just child abuse. It is clear child abuse. It's criminal child abuse to give your kids an experimental vaccine from an illness that they have no risk from. What are we doing? What are we doing, folks? Wow. But we get the midterms, we take back our country, and then just a short time after that, we have the election in 24. We elect Ron DeSantos. Ron DeSantos has got to be the president, not Trump. I'm sorry, Trump has got too much. I love Trump. I love Trump. He started the whole thing. He should be the patriarch of the Republican Party. He should not run for president again. He's got too much baggage. He did start, he did start Operation uh, uh, what the hell is it called? The vaccine operations. Uh, speed, uh, uh, Operation Warp Speed. There it is. That was his baby. Millions and millions of Republicans did take these experimental vaccines because Trump supported them, because he bragged about them. The forced vaccines and the business, none of this would have happened had Trump not supported them in the first place. Now, I'll grant you that he was had they took, they, they, they snowed him. I'll give you all of that. I'm just saying we can do better without the baggage in 2024. That's my, 
That's how I feel. I felt I actually felt that way for a while. I think I was speaking for most Americans, most Republicans, by the way. And that's not a slight at Trump. It's just honest. The honest, my honest opinion. So <clears throat> the point is, we can turn this thing around fast. We're a big wagon wheel, but man, we can turn on a dime as we prove with Trump in, in the first time after 16, right? And so America's best days are ahead of us. Bear markets do lead to bull markets. And as you'll learn in our, in our new book coming out next week, The Big Bribe, we think we're going we're gonna to have a massive bull market that follows this bear market. Okay, thank you for, uh, for listening to me there. I want to uh, tell you really quickly, I do have a Fed theory. I think it's worth exploring. What if, <clears throat> look, we've had inflation that's been much, much higher than they've admitted for a long time, right? A very long time. For years, they're saying inflation was 2%, CPI was 2%, and anybody that really pays attention is like, yeah, right, that's good one. Tell me, tell me another one. And they stuck to it, right? The whole time, everything we have to buy is you know, going up in price, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9% a year, okay? Now they're being honest about it, right? Well, why is that? Why, why all of a sudden? Sure, other, yes, things have gotten more expensive. All of a sudden, miraculously, everything goes up at the same time, okay? What if that's all done as cover to sell these bonds? The Fed wants to sell three, they've admitted, they want to sell $3 trillion worth of government debt on their balance sheet, and they want to do it quickly. Well, what if the buyers, right, the bond market vigilantes, the big money, what if they said to the Fed, we ain't buying, we ain't buying this debt. We're not buying it with a yield of 1%. Now, get the price, get the yields up to 3 to 4%, get, bring the prices down to the bonds. Now, maybe we can do business. That, to me, makes more sense than anything else we've seen as to why yields have gone up. Because it will allow the Fed to unload bonds they couldn't have unloaded at 1%. And then to do it all over again. That's my theory. Okay, let's go into the hood today and look at, uh, again, this was, uh, again, if it weren't for the energy stocks being hit today, today would have been a much better day. But it, you know what? Look, the internals were good. Uh, we had today almost, uh, well, we got two and a half to one positive internals advanced decline for NASDAQ. Uh, uh, really about the same on volume. Two and a half to one positive. These are good readings. Not as not as good as the ugly has been the rest of the early in the week. But still, we finished the week good. We're so oversold. The advanced decline. NYSE was positive by 600 issues, and we're going to go ahead and, and round up, say it was 1.8 to 1 uh, positive volume. The downside, new 52-week highs to lows at 1,000 stocks hitting a new 52-week low to just 23 hitting a new 52-week high. I said we had a lot of indicators that, 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 that tell us how oversold we are. I'm not going to go over all of them. I'm going to tell you a couple that really stand out. The AAI Investor Sentiment Survey is back below 20% bulls. It's 58% bears. These readings are rare. Only happened 10 times uh, in history. And what happens after that is the markets are higher 100% of the time over both the next six and next and 12 months with very good gains of 13 and 23%. Our very momentum oscillators are now at extreme oversold. Right? This is, over the last 18 months, has been a highly highly reliable uh, predictive indicator of near-term reversals. We are there now. Also, we just had three out of six days where the arms index of the trend had a reading of greater than two. That signifies panic. These are usually pretty rare. To have three of them in six days, it's not happened in my career. That means panic selling is taking place. Again, that's a time when bottoms occur. And, and this biggie, 
Only 2% of stocks in the S&P 500 are above their 50-day moving average. Only 2%. Uh, that's like the third lowest in history. That's the third lowest in history. You only find the only two that are lower are March 2020, coronavirus insanity lows in March 2020. And then the very worst, of course, was the October 2008 uh, stock market lows from the financial crisis. So, folks, we are extreme oversold on steroids. There is no question about that. We've seen, we're seeing signs of capitulation. And now our concern is, is this, is this an intentional market crash? Are they intentionally tearing down our financial system? I tell you the truth, with everything else they put us through, I'd say the odds are pretty high that it is. I, you just have to say they're going, they're going for the jugular. They're going for the kill shot. Communists are going for the kill shot. I think it's time to admit that and be prepared for that just in case they do continue with this insanity of destroy, trying to destroy America. Uh, in our sector watch today, we had uh, it was mixed bag there. Six finished higher, five finished lower. Uh, led the upside by communication services up one point three percent, consumer discretionary up one point two percent, tech up one percent. The downside again, energy is the biggie there. Uh, energy uh, stocks down five point five percent today. Tyler just reminded me, the energy ETF XLE has lost twenty one percent in less than two weeks. Remember this this sector has been red red hot. Okay, we told you last week. We just told you last week that it reached the 99th percentile overbought. Well, that didn't last very long. That's gone now. We're now getting ready to buy this sector, folks. We've been we, we've booked really good gains in energy stocks over the last seven months, like 130%. We're about to go back in this group again. Matter of fact, we almost put out the buy signal today. We thought we'd wait for Monday. I don't like to buy on Fridays. Thought we'd wait to see if we, if we have some kind of a, a big sell-off on Monday to get positioned there. In, uh, in our favorite uh, energy ETF, it's a leveraged energy ETF we use there. Hey, if you want to come and check out what it is, come join us for two free weeks at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Stay for two weeks for free. See if you like it. If not, thanks for coming by and checking this out. Um, okay, in our commodity watch today, we had, um, <clears throat> let's see, again, uh, a down day. Yesterday was fantastic, right? Gold, silver, copper. The uh, gold, silver, uh, and the mining stocks were all up 2% plus yesterday. Gave some back today. Gold today down to $8 an ounce at eighteen forty an ounce. Great time to be in this group, in our opinion. Silver uh, down 1.2% today at twenty-one sixty one an ounce. Copper today gave up uh, 2%, back down to $4.02 a pound. Love copper as well. Uh, crude oil. Again, here's the, the... Finally, we're seeing... Finally, we're seeing one of the big drivers of inflation begin to, uh, again, remember the high was, what, 130? 130, right? Well, crude oil today is 109. Today, down 6.5% of energy stocks getting hit very hard. Uh, we, we will be looking to buy this pullback. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Again, hope you had a great week. Hope you have an even better weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you here next week. Until then, again, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you back here soon.